today on the Tearsheet Podcast. So um, uh, yeah, we're announcing today that, that Marketa is moving into the credit space, um, similar to how we've executed and grown uh, from our uh, sort of origins uh, as an issuer processor on the prepaid and debit uh, side of the business with our customers. Uh, we have seen a ton of demand from our existing customers and also potential customers for us to take some of the uh, attributes, characteristics, uh, and actions that we've taken with modern APIs and good program management into the credit space. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm Tearsheet's Editor-in-Chief, Zach Miller. A lot's going on on the issuing side. New players are entering, competition is crossing borders, and existing players are expanding into new products. Marketa is making perhaps the biggest expansion of its platform since its launch. I'm joined by Chief Product Officer Kevin Dorr to talk about the firm's new credit card issuing platform. We talk about what that means for the firm, its customers, and its competition. Dorr joined the firm last year, and it's been a wild one. He shares his experiences that show a company in growth mode, coping with the changes of organic expansion, as well as the challenges of dealing with the pandemic. Kevin Dorr is my guest today on the Tearsheet Podcast. My name is Kevin Dorr. I'm the Chief Product Officer for Marketa. Uh, I lead the product design, engineering, and infrastructure teams here at the company. Um, I have uh, spent the last uh, uh, considerable number of years working on uh, projects that are similar in nature to some of the technical and operational challenges that Marketa has faced, um, typically high-scale, high-availability distributed systems. So it's probably been a pretty quiet year for you in your first year at Marketa, right, given everything that's going on, micro and macro. Yeah, it was good that it was slow. I could ease my way into it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, well uh, tell me how the year was like, so, I mean, you just jumped right in, not just to a, a, a rocket ship of a company, but obviously it's a crazy times. Like what, what was the past year been like? It, it's been fantastic. Yeah, I know it's a great question. I think, you know, it, it starts with sort of onboarding uh, almost completely remotely. Uh, I, I had a great chance to meet, you know, the executive team, board investors and, and a few of my leadership team, but the vast majority of my, uh, of my now large team, uh, I've not met in person. Uh, it's only been over um, uh, electronic, uh, Zoom or Meet or other products. And uh, so that's been interesting in and of itself is how to, how to sort of land yourself into an organization, um, build the trust, uh, build the credibility, build the relationships that are necessary to, to be able to then put plans in place and be able to execute. That in itself has been, uh, has been really interesting and challenging, but fun. Um, uh, I think the other part that uh, we're probably both uh, not dancing around at all has been has been the pandemic mm -hmm. uh, and the sort of extraordinary uh, impact that that's had on companies like Marketa. Uh, obviously, you know, the pandemic itself and its sort of grim reality has been extremely challenging for the entire uh, uh, you know, United States and for the world at large. Um, but the impact on on payments infrastructure, digital payments, and the behavioral changes we've seen have been extraordinary. Um, you've seen uh, massive, massive growth and uptake of, of uh, you know, products and services that our customers offer, whether it's on-demand delivery or, or P2P payments or other areas, uh, as well as contactless payments, which has become a critical part now and sort of accepted, adopted part of our, of our usual retinue uh, in terms of transactions. All those things have, have served to, to grow our business uh, uh, dramatically over the past year. And I guess as part of that, you know, that rising tide, there were some industries like travel, I assume, that were, that were you know, faced with extremely hard macro factors. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We definitely had a couple of categories. Uh, I think uh, to travel was an area. I think 
expense management as, as, uh, as mm. uh, you know, uh, organizations, corporations pull back from their normal sort of motion of travel. Uh, I think those areas and some of our customers saw, uh, certainly saw some uh, unfavorable trends. Uh, those have started to change already for some of those customers. And, um, you know, travel never really went away, um, but it has been a pretty big hit to those customers. And, you know, I think we've stuck with them and, and we've tried to provide the support that we can uh, through, through the last year or so. And uh, I know you have a, a big announcement today, so um, I think now's probably a good time to, to talk about the news. Great, great, thanks. So um, uh, yeah, we're announcing today that, that Marketa is moving into the credit space, um, similar to how we've executed and grown uh, from our uh, sort of origins uh, as an issuer processor on the prepaid and debit uh, side of the business with our customers. Uh, we have seen a ton of demand from our existing customers and also potential customers for us to take some of the uh, attributes, characteristics, uh, and actions that we've taken with modern APIs and good program management into the credit space. And so we've been working on a product uh, and, and a set of features and with some partnerships in the industry to be able to accelerate our, our launch into that space and be able to be able to move into that adjacent market. It's a very natural uh, adjacency for us and for our customers. So um, you know, we're announcing that today and we're, we're excited to, to take that out to our customer base. Yeah, it sounds like it's a, a very smart move, and I know I know it's one that Jason had mentioned to us a, a while back um, that the company was interested in moving in that direction. Um, was this something that existing clients were were asking for, or is this does this open you up to an entirely new set of customers, or both? I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of both. Uh, yeah. I think that the for for those companies that have sort of either been in that market or engaged that market before, let's say they have existing offers. Um, in, in the marketplace, there's a, you know, certainly they've gone through the experience and they know that the time to market uh, for these products can be extremely lengthy. They know that um, the kind of controls that they're used to in working with Marketa around debit and prepay cards are not available to them uh, in, with some of the existing, uh, uh, the existing providers and things like that. Um, and they also know that, that, you know, they want more features. They want accelerated development of those features. They want to be more innovative in terms of the use cases that they're providing to their own customers. And they're looking to Marketa to essentially replicate some of the things that we've done around uh, in other areas of cards in credit specifically. That, that's, that's the feedback that we've heard from our customer base. That's interesting. Um, and what were some of the challenges, I guess, technically or you know, business-wise uh, in, in launching a credit product? I know this is sort of seen as the holy grail. Yeah, no, it's a good question. Um, I think from a, from a business point of view, the business case that supported uh, you know, our, our investments here have been uh, demand from existing customers, opportunity with newer, even larger customers, um, a clear perspective that some of the characteristics that I just talked about were still in place, right? It takes a long time to get these programs together and get to market. You may not have all the granular controls you want over configuration settings. You may not have the, the um, um, sort of the acceleration of changes you wanna to make to programs in the marketplace, right? Um, I, I think of some of these aspects similar to how we saw uh, sort of marketing technology evolve. Where customers were, you know, placing advertising at a advertising at a very slow pace early in the, early in the proceedings, and then things continue to accelerate to where you know Martech is essentially uh, managed in large part by you know by machine learning mm -hmm. um, and the ability to move programs and campaigns quickly, daily, hourly, by the minute to get the optimal result. Um, and I think when customers look at the opportunity that we created in prepaid and debit and that flexible granular control. 
and the ability to, to, to execute on a plan or a, a, new, a new insight from their own data uh, very, very quickly. They wanted to see us offer that in the credit space. And so the business case for us became very clear to, to align with that, uh, to build with a similar level of scale, availability and quality that we have in our other areas, uh, and, then, and then take that to market. I think one of the challenges from a business model point of view is it's a very different business, completely different business. Um, and so what we're choosing to do here is to enter the marketplace with, uh, with other partners. Uh, you know, we are entering into sort of doing what we do best uh, with respect to credit, but we're going to work with some other partners to help uh, on some of the program management side uh, and on some of the ledger side initially. Um, and so we're excited about that because it gets us into market faster for our customers to be able to deploy. Um, and on the technical side, I think, um, I mean, the good news there is a lot of what we have built and the way we've built it to support the debit and prepaid programs around the, around the globe. Um, there's a very similar way of thinking, a very similar DNA to how we sort of construct the platform pieces, infrastructure pieces, and then the application stack. What is different here is some of the complexity around the rewards uh, programs that we're putting in place, obviously complexity around managing APR, uh, obviously complex, uh, complexities around uh, managing calculations on fees and interest and things like that. There's uh, you know, a number of technical challenges that are different from some of the other operations that we run. Uh, and we've just looked at those very, very carefully, learned as much as we can, and then, and then iterated over time to get to where we are um, ready for launch today. Yeah, it sounds like a massive undertaking. Um, going back to the, the partners, can you give us an example? Um, you mentioned on the ledger side and, and, and rewards, I think it was. Um, can you do you have any named partners at this point and um, what that partner sort of network might evolve to is, is, is the idea to bring in more and more partners or the idea is eventually to consolidate that so that um, you guys are sort of taking over some of those functions longer term? Yeah, no, great question, Zach. So we're, we're launching our first partner that we're launching with is Deserve. Uh, we're not exclusive. Neither company is exclusive in this arrangement, but we're super excited about their technical capabilities, uh, their perspective on the marketplace, the way they think about customers, customer support and service. We're very aligned. There's really good DNA match between the two companies. And so our MVP, we, we really understood that they were the right partner uh, to be able to take some of the, some of the uh, uh, sort of infrastructure and operational approach, uh, specifically around underwriting and program management mm. um, that, that, that would allow us to move more quickly and be able, for both of us, be able to serve customers much more quickly in this space. So we're super excited about it. Um, we do expect that there could be other partners in the future uh, that we work with. Uh, both on the program management side, but potentially on the bank side. Um, and look, it's most important for us to be able to provide customers what they need as quickly and as robustly as possible. Uh, I think we think about other parts of that stack and other parts of the operational side as a sort of a, a later question for us. Got it. Um, and going back to some of those adjacencies that you talked about between you know credit and prepaid that, um, that you talked about, um, are there things in credit uh, from a use case point of view that we haven't necessarily seen in, in working with the rails that you've worked up with uh, until now? Will we see sort of new creative use cases or is it, is it gonna be similar sort of Marketa style, um, in, you know, really embedded customized use cases to your customers? I, I think it's gonna be more of the former, Zach. I think we're gonna see a lot more interesting use cases come out of the capabilities that we're providing to customers. And I guess I go back to sort of our core, which is, you know, we're we're you know, we're a, 
a developer company. We're built for developers. Mm-hmm. And so when we, when we enable a set of given transactions, uh, what, some level of robustness and completeness, um, what we're doing is we're giving sort of a set of functionality to another set of developers at other companies to think about their use cases and, and to think about them you know, extremely creatively over what is their value proposition? What's the differentiation that they can build on top of these APIs? And so that enablement is, is really the thing that we've you know, been successful with in terms of prepaid and debit. And now we're bringing that same kind of playbook, that same motion to, uh, to the credit marketplace. I do think on top of that, you are starting to see some interesting use cases and, and you know, customers that are uh, in the Marquetta stable with other products today, a company like Fold, uh, which is using even a debit card today, um, and the notion of a rewards program that's actually tied to Satoshi's, if you will, mm-hmm. um, you know, spin the wheel at a transaction, and and it's it's a bit of a gamification of it. Um, but the card is proving to be wildly popular, um, and it's a great way to sort of deliver a rewards program to a slightly different audience. Uh, that's very different from what you might see at sort of the traditional, you know, American Express. We've got miles with airlines. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love the thinking behind that, and I think there's many many other companies and customers. Uh, uh, potential customers that can deliver really innovative use cases. Uh, and, and we're here to support them, whether they are in the financial form, the rewards form, uh, or in, in other areas around the performance, right? What can you do? Um, what kind of functionality can you build into the application to make it easier and easier for customers to want to, to do business with you and have it have it top of wallet? Very interesting. And, and um, can you give us some insight into the go-to-market plan? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to work closely with Deserve as we roll out. We'll go into beta. Uh, we're going into beta right now, actually. And uh, our, our intent is to work with a couple of customers um, to get into, into motion with it, understand what we need to understand, make sure that we have all the operationalization to our products, APIs, and support that we need to, and then start to open up to other programs later this year. Uh, we anticipate having, uh, you know, several programs on board by the end of the year for sure. Um, but we want to get started with a few beta customers and make sure that everything that we've been building, um, as we start to operationalize that is going to meet their needs. It's often the case that when we get into market, we find that there are a couple of more, uh, you know, transactions that customers will want or need to flesh out their use case or experience. And we want to be able to, to use those as fast follows on our roadmap to, to, solve, uh, to provide solutions for customers. Were there, were there certain skills on, on your team in particular, Kevin, um, that maybe you had to hire for or, or I guess, evolve to be able to launch a product like this? I, I, yes, always. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things I, I, I found is, you know, you always want great developers and great PMs, mm-hmm. period. Um, but it does, it does play uh, to have specific expertise in banking infrastructure, uh, and, and whether that's prepaid, debit, credit, or any of the above, uh, as an understanding of, you know, what do the fundamental, what's the fundamental banking infrastructure look like? What are the protocols that are used? What, you know, uh, what's the understanding of the messages that are typically moved back and forth? How do you manage the data files? How do you continue to take the combination of all four of those things and create systems and architecture that produce the, you know, uh, least amount of latency, highest amount of performance, uh, and also the, the highest degree of surety or certainty that the money you're moving around is as accurate as possible. So having people from the community, um, and, and I, I'd like to think about sort of the fintech community, the modern fintech community has been very helpful. And we continue to recruit you know, those talented folks on board, whether it's in design or, or engineering or product. Well, congratulations on the launch. Very exciting. And Kevin, thank you for joining us on the Tearsheet Podcast today. 
Thanks so much, Jack. I appreciate it.